Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Real Talk with Pastor Brad and Christy. Today's topic is all about taking a break. Here are your hosts, Pastor Brad and Christy. Thank you, Bree. It's good to see you again. Thank you for all you do to help make us successful on this podcast to connect with our podcast family out there. Christy, good morning to you. Hi, I'm here. We are back. It's another week in the life of Real Talk. And, uh, man, we're excited today about all that's happening. Uh, some cool stuff taking place. We are, we have a full nest in our we house do, again. All the chicks are in the nest. We, um, <clears throat> they, they are officially done with junior year of college. Absolutely. They're done. And, uh, we're excited about it. They've come home for the summer and, um, we have all the arrows back in our quiver. They came home with good news. They passed all their classes. Absolutely. With good grades. Emily was very mad. On her own, yeah. Uh, Emily was very mad because she missed, I don't know what you even call honor roll in college. Straight A's. But she missed straight A's by one-tenth of a is point. That the, is that the dean's list? Well, uh, I'm, possibly, Emily, yeah. I'm just going to tell you. That I, sounds very collegiate, Aaron. We'll call it that. Emily, make sure you know that it's Christy that called you out making a B on this podcast and not Dad. Christy. She just did that. Okay, she mm. just, he just threw that. Aaron and I were discussing dean's list, okay? Dean's list. Well, you said she missed it by one-tenth of a point, which she did, which is very frustrating. Okay, but. so moving on to the next calling someone I love you Emily my niece um (laughs) my niece just graduated from college and same thing happened to her she missed Aaron big words she missed being the what's the highest thing um the high oh like uh magnic cum cum laude yeah Yeah. she missed that and she she graduated in the next level down by like a tenth of a point. This is same be a thing happened. To but let me podcast. say this to the same my thing niece. Same happened to Rachel as happened to Emily. Well, I wasn't going to call her name out either. But Rachel, yeah. since she called you out, and Emily, since Christy's called you out this morning, hey, let me just say, President Bush was a C student. He became president. <laughs> That's true. So what that means is, I'm not even going to get. You could still accomplish some great things. You can. You can. I don't you think do grades really matter. Mm. I mean. Did they at this matter. point in our life, we're all uh, we're all like, four adults here. Exactly, no. like we're far past where we were in school. But but I don't want to have that debate this morning though. So it ma- it matters when you are Emily and you are. It matters Emily. in that moment. It does matter a lot in that it's moment. I'm just saying, like in the future, especially when you're trying to get into law school. It's all about GPA. So yeah, I guess I'm it matters at that point. That Emily is like, I'm not saying that Emily's like, oh my gosh, Emily is like so crushed and all this stuff. I mean, she was just mad. Dang it, it was one tenth of a point. You know, that's yeah. that's all yeah. it was. It wasn't. Before Brad made a big deal you out of me calling You a whole segment out of calling people out. I didn't that mean be a to, I was segment? just saying. Can this be a, a she's, weekly she's, thing? She's, uh, who are you this week? <laughs> Christie's List. Christie's yes. List. Thank you so much. Yes. Christie's List. I love Emily. Emily knows I love her. And she was okay. I mean, at this point, she's okay with it. I think she was really mad when it happened. Yeah. But Put down the shovel. We'll quit digging. A, okay. <laughs> Let's move on. Moving on. What's going on in our lives? It's our lives, uh, man, it's, yeah. We have a funny story. Brad thought the rain was over. He got ahead of himself. The rain was not over. Update on the farm. The rain um, yeah, led me down a different pathway than what um, 
I thought, you know, the weather app, it, it just led me astray. I guess that's why that um, place in Florida that we were looking at going that time said, um, we will not reimburse your booking based on the weather channel. That's right. The weather channel's job is to make weather dramatic. News. Yep. If, if, if it's not dramatic, the Weather Channel's job is to make it dramatic so that you want to watch the news. Right. So they're doing, uh, and, and on the brochure, when it said, we will not reimburse you due to the Weather Channel's report, it says, the Weather Channel makes the weather dramatic, and they are good at their job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. so we, will reimbur- re- we will reimburse you based on, like, NOAA, the NOAA, NOAA um, weather. Outlook yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And, Basically, it was a beach thing and said, if if they say it's going to storm, we're not giving your money back. If Noah says a hurricane's coming, we will reimburse mm-hmm, you. Right. <laughs> That's basically what it said. So, anyway, if Brad trusted Weather Channel as opposed to NOAA Weather Radar or whatever it's called. And it wasn't good. Led me astray. Yep. We still haven't. So anyway, yeah, yeah, it's still there. But uh, hey, man, it's a new week, and um, I'm praying for my dad and those others that are helping him because we are on vacation. We are officially on vacation. Absolutely, and so uh, man, we're excited about that, and um, we just we want to talk about that today. That's what we're going to talk about. Coming apart. We are coming apart. Coming apart. Absolutely. When you think about coming apart, you automatically have a negative connotation because you're thinking about like a tire flying apart off your vehicle or something falling apart or, you know, your favorite pair of shoes busting at the seams or Bradley's Legos falling falling apart or pieces. Yeah. Yeah. You think about a lot of things, but normally positivity is not one of them. No. Coming apart is not a positive statement or thought. But, hey, I want to share, I want to do a little bit different today. I want to share a scripture uh, passage, and if you want to look this up later, it's in Matthew 14. And, uh, man, Jesus was in the heart of his ministry. And, matter of fact, if you just go and look at around Matthew chapter 10, 11, 12, up to 14, Jesus um, had gathered up his closest disciples, and he had began his ministry. And, um, you know, he commissioned them. He sent them out, and, and, you know, they had this big rah-rah moment, and they came back and was looking at all that God had done, and, man, it was these high water points, and, and then they come back, and they go to this town, and they're like, man, aren't you just marrying Joseph's boy? Yeah, that's, yeah. And a matter of fact, in the who book Who are of, you? Yeah, who are you? That, well, we, we know Why him. You? Why that's, Mary, that's the boy from the carpenter shop. Right. You know, I mean, who who does he think he is coming in here and, and telling us all this stuff? And matter of fact, in the book of Mark, it tells the story of this. And it says, and he being Jesus could do no great and mighty works there because of their unbelief. And and so, man, you have this great rah-rah moment and then you, it's met by a letdown. And then all of a sudden you you move forward and, and it was just as high and low. You know, when you look at those chapters, the life of Jesus was like a roller coaster. And this is so important because that is a picture of our life. Matter of fact, uh, yesterday, man, I got up early, uh, man, was out the door at daylight accomplishing some things. And um, 30 minutes after daylight, we had had so many setbacks. I came back, brought Christy coffee in bed, said, do not get up this morning. He did. He literally said, just do not get up. <laughs> stay in the bed. Just stay in the bed. It's overrated today. It's safer. Just stay in the bed. And Here's was- your coffee. Don't even get up to get it. 
Now, mind you, I do have a job, and they were expecting me. So I I did have to get up. She but did get up. He is such a great husband that he went ahead and got all the bad out of the day before I even started. I got all the bad out of the way for her. Good job. Wasn't that how like how considerate that was? That was so considerate of him. I'm a loving husband. Yeah, I love you so much. Uh huh. He took all the bad out. I had a pretty good day when I got up and got started. <laughs> and the day did end up well. I mean, um, you know, I, I accomplished some things. It was was great. You know, I went to Walmart, and that was a, a undertaking. Brad and accomplished Walmart with both littles. Both Yay. littles, and um, he did not lose <laughs> wow. a child. He did not. And and did and so because the kids he did not gain a child that was. <laughs> But but also, you know, it was a testing of my faith because the littles did so well in school that we I wanted to get them a treat. <clears throat> and so you ventured um, down the toy aisle with your children? I did. I did. Not not the toy aisle. No, the toy he aisle. did not venture down the toy aisle. Bradley has been watching somebody else play a video game mm. on TV for hours. And I'm like, son, you have a, a Nintendo Switch. Like, why aren't you playing it? And so we got them this game. I said, because you both did so well in school, I'm getting you this game for being victorious. I know what you're talking about. He, he told you about it? Oh, I heard all about it. Luigi's. I was it like, not Luigi's. It's Bowser's. Bowser's Mansion? Fury. Fury, yes. Fury. Bowser's so, Fury. the castle. So anyway, we, we find it. Yeah. It's there. You know, short story is I go do all the other shopping. And if you've been to Walmart, from the garden department to the cheese aisle, which is opposite ends of the country in Walmart. And I come back and I said, ma'am, I'm going to get this game. Can you, I just check out here. Check out electronics. Can I just check out electronics? And she's like, sure, if you have 10 items. And there's not a person in the store except me and the littles and her. And she said, um, that's 14. No, you cannot. <laughs> I so bad wanted to just say, I'm going to need to see a manager because that is an unacceptable answer. But he did But not. I did not. After the, this all the bad was out of, of the his, way. This is a testing of his. I, I don't even know what we're testing here. So anyway, so I, I, I apologize this is just to a you. Test of Brad and Walmart. So we we digress there, but um, you know it's life is about ebb and flow. It's about ups and downs. It's about highs and lows. And so Jesus was on this roller coaster. Getting back to my story here, and then all of a sudden he gets this report that his best friend, his first cousin John the Baptist, had been beheaded, and uh, man, he just wanted to get away. And he goes to this de desolate place to come apart from the crowds. And when they see him crossing over this body of water, it says thousands of people went there. And then this is a story where Jesus ends up feeding the 5,000. The miraculous happens. Right. And then he realizes that he still has to come apart. And so I'm going to pass this off to Christy because I'm about to preach. Oh. And this is not preaching. This is a podcast. But he goes up on top. He sends the disciples off with the first ever doggy bags. Each one had a basket of leftovers in this story. He gets on the boat, sends them across, says, I'm going to come meet you. And he goes up on top of the mountain to come apart from the crowds. And in life, Chrissy, this is what we're talking about. You know, you got to come apart from the people. You've yes. got to come apart from work. Because if you do not come apart, then you will come apart. And that's what's so hard in today's society because we were just talking about, Brie and I were just talking about things you packed, you know, things mm -hmm. were getting ready to go and all this stuff. And and we're literally taking Wi-Fi with us to go. Um, 
and so. to do work things mm-hmm. like that have to be done while we're because we're going to be gone and um they have to they're due or whatever that you know while we're gone and it's so hard to do it like even now as I'm sitting here talking about how important it is I'm still making arrangements to not completely unplug which I will be unplugging just not in the first day after that I will be when do we get there it's 14 hours to get there so yeah 14 hours to get it done <coughs> yes so and then 14 hours coming back so well 12 hours I'm sorry but but the thing about it is well, in our well, life you know why, why here's the thing though guys it's Christy, have you seen this much? Like, I almost see people who are pride, like, they, they take it as a badge, a merit badge. I haven't taken a vacation in so long. I feel attacked. Okay. <laughs> so, but I had this conversation with a bunch of friends last week, and it is because it's the culture that we have created. 100% is. It is yes. 100% hustle culture. If you are not doing anything to be productive, you are literally losing money and time, and you should not be doing that. This is not a belief that I have. If you are literally doing nothing, you are winning. I do not agree (laughs) with that either. But I'm just saying that is what society has been teaching and preaching for a very long time. If you're not hustling, you don't have like a side hustle or a gig or you're doing something to better. I'm just going to say, you know, this is real talk because she just called the host out and said, I disagree with you. But right there to you. Give her a drum roll there, Aaron. Real talk, man. We're keeping it real right here. But, um, man, in this context, Bree, you're right. I mean, I tell – it's my tagline. You know, I, I told my staff this over and over, stay humble, hustle hard so much that they created me. I went and got found a canvas, and it's hanging on the wall of my office. I share it with you each week. And I did notice this week that Steve Harvey stole my tagline. Did you see that? I did not see that. I don't know that he stole your tagline. He got it off his podcast. Oh, you think so? He's listening. You remember when we had those Steve Harvey turkeys? (laughs) I told you, connections run deep. Seven seven degrees away. I have no idea what y'all are talking about. Last week's podcast. listens to this podcast. Steve Harvey. (laughs) We can't prove it. We can't prove it, but he did did literally post my tagline. (laughs) I, I, I think... More than one person in the world has said your tagline, but the point, Christy. The point is, he, you say that a lot. But do, are you good at? Oh, I'm good at coming apart. Coming apart. Are you? Mm-hmm. Are you really? Wait, so, are you following Steve Harvey on social media? <laughs> I'm not following Steve. Back to that. I'm not following Steve Harvey, but people po- share like what he posts. Uh-huh, you know, yeah. Well, let's let's move back to so Brad's back inability to, the point. to break apart or, or back to apart. the point where this whole thing went off the rails and we apologize out there. But Do we even have rails. Yeah, I mean, because I said people use it as a badge of honor like that I don't floating that I don't come apart. And it's like, you know, it's great. But I'm going to tell you something. I, I had a dear friend of mine, um, a mentor, an unofficial mentor. Um, I didn't meet with him weekly and him invest in me, but he lived in such a way that he helped shape my life by me. Uh, well, at Bree, what we call it in the balanced pathway of discipleship is you learn from people relationally. Right. And just by having a relationship with him, Mike McVeigh, uh, a great, great man of God, him and his wife, Miss Virginia, uh, love the Lord. Pastor Mike went home to be with Jesus suddenly, uh, unexpectedly. And, um, but I learned so much about living from Mike 
from Brother Mike that it helped shape my life. And and I remember from his funeral, I came home that day and I told the Christy and the big girls, I'm like, I just want you to know if something happens to me, it's been a good run. And, um, you know, it's going to be sad. You're going to miss me. But, man, life has been great. I want you to know those things. And, uh, of course, Abby started crying and, and like, what are you talking about this? And I, but what I wasn't talking about dying, I was talking about living. And, um, you know, after that funeral is when Pastor Ralph went and so convicted him, he went and made the commitment. He'd been toying with getting the motor home and, and do I get that? And do I do that? And, and Pastor Ralph and I learned so much about living from him and coming apart. And, um, guys, if you do not make a time to come apart, you will come apart. I remember um, Miss Johnny Pease, who's in our, I'm calling Miss Johnny out, but she is in our, she's an older lady in our congregation at church. and Faithfully um, present. Yes, yeah, she had, um, she had been to a funeral within her family and, or whatever, and she was just randomly talking to me one day, and she said, and everybody was so upset, and I just told them right there, don't you cry at my funeral. I had a good old time. <laughs> and I just started laughing. It's been a good run. She said, I just had a good time. Whatever, you know, whenever I go, I've had my fun and I'm I'm fine with it. And I was like, that's such a, a great thing that you're okay with. I mean, you know, she's okay with it. She's just she's happy. Because she wasn't talking about dying, she was talking about living. And and she was and she had had her fun, you know, mm-hmm. she knows where she, what's gonna happen when mm-hmm. she dies. She is she's ready she's for it. She's still having fun. That girl never misses anything. She's not. Every Wednesday morning, I get a, a little hay from her. She's just the best. She is. and um, But she it was just so funny. Like, just randomly on a Sunday morning, she came in and said, I went to a funeral, but I told everybody there, don't mm. you cry about me. And so, you know, I want to encourage you this summer to come apart somehow. You know, you may not be able to get away for a week or two weeks or whatever the case may be, but... Man, find ways to to just come apart and then find ways to come apart weekly, you know, where you just uh, set this little segment, you know, some boundaries, which is an upcoming episode. Well, it's it's so hard to set boundaries now, I think. And this is one of the reasons. Electric leash. The electric leash. It's more like a shackle, you know, Mm -hmm. a shackle. It's attached to your hand. And you see it all the time as I call people out. AKA Aaron, the cell Aaron phone. quietly lays his phone down like, oh, I'm not looking at my phone. But it, it's, I have no shame. You don't, like you can't, you say, oh, well, I need it for, you know, telephone purposes or I need it for my alarm. I'm taking an hour off, but I have to have my phone because the alarm is is my hour, you know, telling mm. me my hour. Yeah, we had alarm phone. clocks back in the day. I mean, I get know, you one. I but still have one. I mean, you don't have to hold the phone. You can set the phone down and, you know, put the alarm on loud. And you can hear it from other places or whatever. But it's so hard to put your phone down. I mean, it's so hard because there is so much stuff on there, you know. You're checking everything on the phone. As I'm looking at my timer here so that we don't go over. Right. I mean, it's. but I'm saying everything is on our phone now. Mm-hmm. And so it's so hard to, to just get away it's from the Well, you know, Christy, we had the conversation. Even, even when, like, we were up on that mountain or whatever, we had our phones because that's your camera, too. I mean, you know, when mm-hmm. we went hiking, yep. you still have your phone. 
you're, you're not checking social media because where we were, you had no social, you had no like yeah. link to it. Yeah, if you are wanting to come apart, then Devil's Den, Arkansas is a great place. You have to drive up the mountain to get a signal if you want to get off the radar. If you need to get out, you can. There are several pay phones at the camp that still works. Yes. Bring quarters. If you want to do FaceTime, which I did with my kids, and Bree, Bree was with my kids when I had to do it right then, we were literally sitting on top of a mountain that you had to hike to. Yeah to get that signal but most of the time it's not like that and even when we're doing our vacationing and our coming apart and getting away from the world we still have that phone mm-hmm. with us that's right it's so hard and, and the conversation you and i had last week is you know how we almost at the house which is not what our episode's about but is leading into it so we'll just go with it but um we have to figure out how to because we work from our phones right you know what i mean so like we're at home Working, sending emails, um, I mean, looking at my sermon on my phone, adding things to it on my phone, all of that. And I told Christy, I said, we have got to just start putting these things away. And if we have to work, then we need to get the computer. We need to sit at a computer, sit at a desk, because it appears our kids don't know what we're doing on our phone. Right. Our kids think we're, like, playing games. Yeah, we're playing games or something like that. And so while we may be working, you know, what is the perception that they're receiving that it's okay to stare so at the stay phone. At the phone. The yeah. And so, you know, Christy and I was having that conversation just about it needs to be over here and after certain hours that it needs to be used for a telephone. Right. And I know um, Brad's brother did this. Brian, that's what his, um, back when we did our fasting at the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. his thing was to use his phone only as a phone. And more than once in, in that period of time I, I was around him or whatever and he would pull it out and say oh I can't use it but you look it up <laughs> you use yours to Tell look me what up it says. you know whatever yeah it's Christie's list <laughs> should we do like a little thing we, as we, say, we need a little jingle yeah oh my gosh. We need to. All right, so so uh, you know, here's the thing. Yes, find a, it's God and family. Please, please do not neglect your family. Spend time with them. Come apart for not just your family, but come apart for yourself. And also, man, look, find ways not just to get away this summer, but find ways to get apart weekly or daily, especially with your spouse. You know, I mean, Christy and I. You know, at some point, we, we try to have coffee, have something, and where we just, like, just try to reconnect it before the day's over, you know, before we get into the evening meal and fixing dinner and all that stuff. But it's, how do you come apart with your spouse? Or start the day. Or start the, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, it will both, actually, yeah. you know. You try, you have to, I mean, you have to plan it, I think, and that's another thing. If you look at Bree's very organize, organized calendar, <laughs> that other thing is in today's society, if your calendar is not full, I mean, how much money does people make off calendars? We're not even going to go there. Because We're not going to start this conversation. Because there, there's <laughs> so many planners and calendars, and everybody likes a certain way and all that stuff, but you're not really, like, if someone looks at your calendar, you're like, oh, well, I have other stuff I didn't write in there. It's like... You know, you feel like if you pay money for this calendar, you should have it booked from, you know, one side to the other, one Mm -hmm. margin to the other, and then extra stuff added or whatever. So it's so overcrowded. It's just so everything's overcrowded. Your your schedule's overcrowded. Your list of to-dos is overcrowded. Your, you know, things that need to be get 
accomplished for the day, for the week, for the month, you know, everything, everything is overcrowded right now in, mm. in society, like Bree said. Yeah. And if you're not working towards getting, checking things off all of those lists, then you're not doing what you should be doing. You're not doing what society is telling you to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so we want to encourage you to figure out ways to this summer to come apart and make memories with your kids. And, and maybe it's just little things. <clears throat> There's little things that you can do along the way and then figure out a way to come apart for yourself uh, daily, spending time with the Lord. But then daily, just, you know, sometimes you just need some me time. And then and then if you are married, uh, spending time with your spouse and with your kids. You know, being intentional with that, and it's hard. I mean, I'm it's it's just hard. You number one, you're tired. Mm-hmm. Number two, they're just getting their full wind when you're running out of steam. And then, how do you just find that space? I mean, it. If you don't think I'm telling you the truth, then when you go home tonight, stop and just tell your kids, "Hey, come see, sit right here by me. Just tell me what happened today, and see and see how they will light up." Yeah, they like to tell you things. At at every age, even the teenagers. Sometimes you have who, somewhat lots of detail too, which is. Sometimes <laughs> even the teenagers want you to ask. They're gonna be annoyed and they're gonna be like, "Why are you asking me?" and all this stuff. They want you to ask, even if they act like they don't. They want you to be interested in them. Um, a lot of teenagers spend their whole life acting like, "Oh, please don't see me, please don't ask," or whatever. But if you do take that time and you do ask them more than once show an interest in them they are going to want to talk about it everybody wants to talk about themselves maybe not blatantly in your face let me tell you about me but they want to be asked about themselves absolutely they absolutely do and it's so interesting with that and you know we have this model right here with jesus life is all about ups and downs life is about highs and lows but the but the you really couldn't fully enjoy the highs if it wasn't for the lows. So figure out a way to come apart before you come apart. I, get rid of the merit badge that I've never taken a day off or I, whatever those things are that you do and, and own it. And, um, you know, just be who you're going to be. Uh, be true to who you are. And, you know, get rid of the cliches. You know, I hear preachers, I'd rather, I'd rather burn out burnout and rust out and those things and um you know you know the thing about that is whether you burn out or rust out you're out very Mm -hmm. true very true and so figure out a way to come apart before you come apart it's like you like saying that i do it's catchy i think it'll preach you say it a lot Person on staff. I do say it to you all the time. Thank you, Bree, for remembering that. You listen sometimes when I talk. I listen all the time. Sometimes. <laughs> that is awesome. Um, this will be so a great day. Brad's list, okay. <laughs> this is a high point for Brad's me. Brad's calling Bree out. <laughs> anyway, calling the rest of his staff out. He's congratulating Bree by calling out the rest of the staff. But um, one of the things, too, is like when, when things come up and people say, hey, let's do so-and-so. And you're like, oh, no, I have this whole huge list. Just go do it. That list is still going to be there. Some of the best times, some of the best trips, not trips maybe, but like day trips, I guess, not like epic two-week vacations that you just get up in the morning and say, let's go on a two-week vacation. But some of the best like day trips or just were totally like just, you know, you got up that morning, you had no plans to do it, and then somebody was like, hey, let's go to 
wherever. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, yeah, let's do that. Yes, I have things to do. Yes, I may, you know, have to rearrange some things, but I can do it. It's doable, you know, because then if you don't, you're going to have that, like you said, you're going to, you're going to have that point where you come apart and you're going to have to blank out everything, you know, and you're not going to show up at work because you're sick. You're not going to show up at work because you're whatever. Or if you do show up, you're going to be so grouchy and irritable and undone. Nobody wants to be around you. So just take the day off and go somewhere. So hey, let's let's wrap up today because uh, on a couple of challenges. Okay. So tell us what you do. Tell us ways that you know you come apart. Right. I know. I have a friend that just came back from the beach. She goes to the beach every year with her sister. I think it's just her and her sister. I don't know. Maybe a whole girls group. I don't know. But I said, um, hey, I haven't seen you since you got back. How was the beach? She said, oh. I can just stop right now and close my eyes, and I'm back there. <laughs> I was like, "That is a, that's an it's awesome a great trip. imagination." When you bring it home with great you, memory. and profound. you can just—it's profound. You can just stop, and right there in the middle of all the people walking around us, and what we were doing right then, she's like, "Oh, I'm right back there." So when you want to come apart in the not good way, you're just like, "Close my eyes, and I can hear the seagulls." That's right. She. That's right. But my point is, it was a great trip that she wanted to bring home with her. She was so, like, she said, I'm still relaxed from being on that trip. And it would, it had been a few days. She had been back like three days at work. Or so tell us what you do. Tell us what's cool. Um, you know, maybe a great vacation spot. Uh, people are looking for something to do this summer. And then give us little details. What do you do? What do you do just weekly? Or what do you do, you know, a couple times a month to just come apart? And then take the challenge. Take two challenges, uh, you know, Bree, make sure you write these down for us, please, dear. Um, take the challenge to just stop and listen to your kids and then take the challenge. Christy just issued a cool challenge, and this is going to drive some people crazy, but I double dog dare you to try it. Just get in the car with your kids and say which direction you want to go and see where life takes you that day. Bree is cringing. I, I no no. I will get in the car and go somewhere <laughs> for the day. It. No, I'm gonna go see my family. I am coming apart. <laughs> she is coming. I you are coming. Apart. I'm so proud of you. I'm too. gonna go see a new baby. So a I'm coming apart. Baby. But see, you already have had that planned out for a while, though. When you get back next month, I just want you to get in the car one day with a friend and say which way. Sounds good. I'll go for a hike. North or south. <laughs> What are you already planning? It? I can't, can't not plan just it. Not can't plan it, Bree. <laughs> I am gonna get okay. in the car, north, south, be, east, or west. My challenge is gonna be to kidnap Bree and put her in a car and say, "Okay, pick which a direction." Way? Bree's gonna be stressed gonna be about, be. about how to dress and all kinds of things. <laughs> I need to. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. All right, surprise me. That's a challenge. It's your challenge, Christy. Accept it. She just accepted it. Accepted You're gonna have to do it though. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna have to All right. Hey, guys. What about you? Aaron's calling Bree out. Do you do this, Aaron? Uh, Aaron, Aaron is the I was, king. Oh, Aaron, Aaron won't even put his microphone in front of him. I was so proud of Aaron last week because he asked me if he could have the Sunday off, and then he got sick. I know. I guess he was there on Sunday. <laughs> yep. He was right there on Sunday. Ashley and Ashley and Aaron are so far into taking days off that they get sick normally when they take them off. The so thought you have to of do being it off get made you sick, Aaron? I usually get it right up to the point where I can take a day off, and your body's like, all right, shut down. <laughs> he was like, you already got a day off. <laughs> oh, poor Aaron. We're going to have to work on Aaron. Yep. 
We're going to make like forced days off. <laughs> Can you force them? Mandatory. Mandatory, Mandatory days off. Hey, Aaron and Bree, get in this car. <laughs> <laughs> Choose a direction. Which way? All right. Maybe that'll be y'all's treat for how you help us with our podcast every week. So, uh, hey, we're going to be like Chevy Chase on vacation. You're going to get yourself stressing out so much. You're going to get to the traffic circle and just drive around like which way? Kids, Big Ben. Look, kids, Big Ben. That's what. Yeah, you're just going to keep going. All right, guys. But with that being said, Christy and I have to come apart. We are. That's right. We have people waiting on us. People waiting on us. And so. Hey, guys, I hope you have a wonderful week and a wonderful time exploring ways to come apart before you come apart. Stay humble. Hustle hard. It's mine, Steve Harvey. Back (laughs) off.